motherfucking shit I be talking about. Yeah. Half rapping ass motherfuckers. You think it's a game? You think it's a fucking game? Come, come on. Running out of intros, we got to make up something. <laughs> I mean, I think that was good, dog. We honoring DMX, man, so we had to do it right. So. Oh, no, no, not the mix. I'm running out of things to say coming in. I made so much fucking fun of the Joe Button podcast that if, what I, is this? if I don't start it that way, <laughs> I don't know what to it's say. It's the QTIP. What is this? It's the QT. Now we going to look. You rocking with the Q-tip with DJ BZ and True Speech. Yes, sir. We working on his button. DJ BZ, baby. I don't have a fucking button. I Here, need to get a button. Just say your tag. I'm going to go. Look. Beep. True speed. Pound it. We we're really not doing gotta, that shit yeah, no more. Yeah, we got to get that <laughs> pounded We're not, we're not doing that shit no more. That's horrible. It's terrible. <sighs> DMX. Earl Simmons. Yeah, man. Dark Man X. Lost a great one. We got a lot to talk about today, but we will touch back and get DMX his respect throughout this podcast. Absolutely. Um, not taken away from Black Rob, which we will touch on on a further podcast. It's just yeah. it's, it's too much shit that happened in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, and and for everybody listening, man, we we try to come up with some really good stuff to talk about on the pod, but the past couple of weeks have just been like, what the fuck? Like back after back to back to back to, and we like, damn, like yeah, like what the fuck is going on? It's, it's like twenty twenty happened in two weeks. Literally, like to compress that shit in a couple weeks would be the first few weeks of April. Yeah, I'm telling you, twenty twenty didn't really go away. It just extended into the rest of this fucking year, man. This shit is crazy. But I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I was holding out as much hope as I can for DMX, bro, because as, as you are, I mean, we were old enough to remember when he first came out. Like right. we were kids, but we remember the impact that he had and the music we heard on the radio. Right. You, you heard it in, in, in Cat's Cars when they had 12s and 15s back when people cared about their sound systems. Right. DMX was banging through every neighborhood, every family function, every barbecue, every... You couldn't go anywhere without hearing DMX music, bro. It was it was the hype of shit ever. It, 100%. So, like, SP was roasting me on Facebook the other day. They was talking about the first time you heard uh, gangster music or something. And he like, yeah, I hated going over uh, over Beezy House because his mom only let him listen to Will Smith. <laughs> and uh, the I... I'm like, nigga, do hey, not sleep hey, on Big hey. Willie style. Big Willie style was a great fucking nigga, album. And then when I shot it to him, he was, like, he was like, also a great fucking album. I won't go there. All right, yeah. Uh, uh, Big, Big, Willie Big, Willie style Big Willie style was, was classic. And Miami was good, too. That was on Big Willie style. It was? Yeah. I thought Miami was a whole... And then I, I, shot, it to, right. I shot it to SP. I'm like, bro, look, I know you gangster. Don't hate. You was on Big Willie style. He Everybody going to wait to like the bottom of the comments. He'll be like... LOL, yeah, that is. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, like, come uh, on now. Big Willie style, man. Shout out. But uh Earl Simmons, man, DMX, that that uh I don't know. Do you do you know what, what the cause of, I know the cause of death was they thought it was a potential overdose, but did they actually confirm that? <sighs> they all but confirmed it. So basically I don't think the family wants to release that information. 
But that seems to be the cause. You know, unfortunately. You don't want to sully his uh, legacy. Exactly. Yeah. And, and you know, to be fair, DMX was very public about his battles with substance abuse. You know what I mean? Since he was 14 years old. Uh, so pretty much throughout his entire life, he's had, you know, issues with substances. But they haven't necessarily said, okay, this is the exact cause of death. But to be fair, and this is to anybody listening, you know what I mean? I don't want to take anything away from DMX, but let this be a cautionary tale. Substance abuse is a real issue in the black community. Like, it really is. And it it's we don't take it serious. Everybody knows somebody that battles substance abuse. We do in the black community. It's not a big deal. But when you have people as talented and impactful as DMX, you know, losing their lives at 50 years old, which is not old at all. It's With just 17 children, right? He has 17 kids, bro. Right. So it's like a father of 17 kids is no longer here. An icon in the black community is no longer here. An icon in, in hip hop music is no longer here. But when you abuse substances for the duration of your life, it takes a toll on your body. And right. at 50, you know, your organs function a lot older than they would of a normal 50 year old. So it's like we have to take more care into consideration, care and consideration as black people about substance abuse. We treat it as a joke so much when this shit is really a fucking problem. You know what I mean? Right, right. Like, let's be honest. Everybody knows somebody or related to somebody or might be that person that battles substance abuse. But. We don't take it serious. And, and you don't necessarily have to be black, which I, I know goes without saying. I was just touching on your point from earlier. It's just that it was never important when it was black people. Oh, absolutely. So now the United States or the world has a substance abuse problem. Mm-hmm. Or wait, no, what is it called? Addiction? Some, what, what, yeah. what was the slang they were using for it? Nah, it was a... I couldn't remember the, the verbiage that they used, right. but it's substance abuse. But you're right. When it... When, when, when the suburbs started seeing people ODing in cars and parking lots and Walmart and in front of people's cribs in the suburbs and cul-de-sacs, then yeah, now all of a sudden it's a problem. But like you said, when black people been dying in the streets for years, nobody gave a shit. Right. You know what I mean? So it's, it's one of those things where it's like, here we go again, which is fucked up because unfortunately we lose people like DMX. And here's, here's my issue too. DMX was the sole reason Def Jam became relevant again in the 90s his music saved that fucking label they knew dmx had struggles and issues right right the second he stopped becoming as profitable and as marketable for them they kicked him to the curb so i kind of have an issue with that like this man literally saved this entire brand label imprint whatever what did y'all do for him He took his masters. Exactly. Took his master, took his money. Took his masters, took his money. I heard it was a rumor that Jay-Z and Beyonce purchased his masters. That's actually not true. Yeah, it was a rumor. Was I thought rumor. I thought that would be dope. I thought it would be amazing. But I also don't see that. I know they got money, money, but throwing away $10 million for his ten million is $10 million. It, It's a lot of money. But it, it would be dope if they did, though. But see, here's the thing. And this is one thing people got to understand. It's not that simple. Just because you have the money doesn't mean that they have to sell it to you. Right. Like, who the fuck are you? You know what I mean? Like, you don't own these masters. We do. I don't have to sell them to you because I own them. So even now, and this is the crazy thing, just like when everybody else dies, their streaming numbers skyrocket, right? Right. Everybody's streaming them, everybody mourning, and everybody playing their favorite songs and shit. So his music is more profitable than ever. Who's still making money? The company. The labels. There you go. So even when he's dead, 
and gone. They're still pimping him and still making money off of him. Still ain't gave his masters back to his kids. Now, I, I don't know what he left to his children. You know what I mean? His family. I'm not going to speak on that, but let's be honest. Def Jam made more money than DMX throughout his career. DMX was Def Jam in my eyes. He was. When that dude, this is the only dude I've seen. Um, oh fuck, Rough Riders Anthem. He was performing in, I think, Australia. Mm-hmm. It was like a fucking sea of people. I've never seen that many people before. It was. It, I didn't. It was no land. It was like a sea of people, and I just can only imagine the motherfuckers. It was like in the very, very back. It's crazy. Like he was that dope. It was like, yeah, I don't mind being seven blocks away to watch concert. Exactly. Like, like, <laughs> if y'all ever yeah. see that footage, that footage is crazy, bro. Like I've never. That's the population of a fucking city, <clears throat> just there to watch him. You know what I mean? Like all you saw. All around was just people And everybody was vibing They knew the whole Every word They was hanging Like bro He captured Half a million people at one time Shit was crazy And his His energy Was Was fucking crazy as well He's He's barking At other human yes, beings Yes dog And it's dope He made like, barking At motherfuckers dope Like uh Aries Spears was I was watching a video Aries Spears was telling the story He like uh He had made a comedy CD Or whatever And he was like I took it in the DMX room and he was like, I was trying to promote it. He was like, 15 of his dudes just came around. I will play the clip, but it's way over the time limit. Fair enough. He was like, 15 of his dudes just surrounded him, and DMX walked up. And he was like, hey, yo, X, I'd appreciate it if you shout out my CD. And he was like, he was like, hey, yo, uh, we can put it on. If it's good, all right, for sure. But if it's bad, <laughs> <laughs> And he said, he said, he said, this nigga literally growled. And he was like, he, and then he pulled a razor blade out from under his tongue. Damn, uh, that's some nigga shit. He's like, he's what? like, hey, if it's good, we're gonna rock with you. But if it's bad, <laughs> and I'm just like, this motherfucker wasn't doing the character. He was like Bootsy Collins. He was DMX 24-7. Dog, yes. And Aerie Spears was like, Yeah, you know what? So he said, the only way I got out of there without getting my ass whooped, I told him I was like, Hey, where you gonna be at? He was like, I'm gonna be at the hotel over here. So he was like, All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna meet you over there and drop the CD. Aerie <laughs> Spears was like, I never saw that nigga again in life. <laughs> But to get that ultimatum, like, hey, yeah, we play your CD, but if it's bad, I don't know what means, but you're going to get fucked up. I'm pretty sure it's going to get fucked up. I'm yeah, pretty sure gonna, you got some dogs with it. get fucked up. Um, this show is uh, going to be a little different than what we used to. We're going to touch on all of his accolades. Y'all going to get to hear from other people, how yeah. X um, influenced them. We're going to hit up some local Detroit artists. And, uh, yeah. This is a we got to get some funny in here, bro, because it's going to be a sad episode. And you know what, man? I tried my best to not make it a sad, somber episode. But once again, it's been a fucked up week. Bro. Right. It's we'll, a lot. Has we'll, we'll get happened. it in. We'll get it in. Our ignorance. Absolutely. Will, our ignorance will prevail. Um, <laughs> we'll, find, <laughs> we'll find a way. Accolades, though. Hell yeah. So for anybody that ever sleeps on DMX's name. And, and that's that's for you young motherfuckers. And yes, I got to call you young motherfuckers out because I heard, you know, on the net. Why 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 is DMX still popping? Like I don't understand. You know what I mean? Why everybody tripping? He was great and all, but I'm no, he was amazing. Let me read through some of his accolades. Let's just 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 uh, Earl Simmons. He was the first artist to debut an album at number one five times in a row. Let me repeat that. The first five albums he dropped in a row debuted at number one. Do you know how fucking hard it is to consistently be number one five times straight? 
Your first five albums debuted at number one. To this date, he sold over 74 million records, and that number is debatable because some of his numbers are actually projected to be a lot higher. Right. right. So let's let's look at that. Not only that, he was in uh, some classic films. Let's let's keep it a buck. Belly. I've name one. If you ever list a a if you give me a list of black movies, classic black movies, and Belly ain't on it, I'm gonna slap the shit out you. Belly is an amazing movie. I feel very passionate about this because I fucking love that movie. Right. DMX was in Belly. Romeo Must Die. Exit Wounds. Cradle to the Grave. Classic films. Like, I mean, he co-starred along Jet Li, bro. Like, come on. Steven Seagal, uh, R.I.P. Aaliyah. Like, bro, DMX, not only was he magnificent in his artistry, he was a pretty decent actor. Like, his movies were entertaining. Yeah, they were good as hell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they were. Like, come on, bro. Like, Belly. He made them niggas strip because <laughs> they was looking at his man sideways. How funny is that? Strip, motherfucker. Like, bro, he, Tim is Tommy Buns is the wildest shit I've ever seen. On film, this shit, this shit is crazy, bro. And obviously, everybody knows DMX. He his career spanned it from 1991 up until he passed. He was working on an album, bro. And shout out to Nori over at Drink Champs. They had one of the last interviews with DMX on their podcast, and it was just a dope, dope ass interview, bro. DMX, his album had features from Usher, fucking Bono from U2. Like the the list of people that was on his last project, bro, that he was recording was just amazing. So even 30 years later, he's still able to command some of the biggest names, not in hip hop, but in fucking music like Bono from fucking YouTube. Like, come on, bro. He's a global phenomenon doing a joint with DMX. So the dude was with Jet Li, bro. It's fucking Jet Li. <laughs> Jet Li, no script, having no speaking ass. Great movie. What was it? What was it? Uh. Yeah, Romeo must die. Dog, yes. And no, he did two movies with Jet Li: Cradle to the Grave and Romeo he must did. die. He did. So him and Jet Li went back to back. Do you know how great it is to say I did two movies with Jet Li? Like, come on, fam. We talking about DMX, and they were good movies. I watched them now. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it was absolutely amazing, bro. And and DMX, his life, his legacy will always live on. He will never, ever, ever be replaced. And it's just, it's dope to see how much love he's getting, man. You know what I mean? It's, yo. But we got to start giving people flowers while they're here, though. I hate, to, I hate to interrupt, but we actually got uh, Crimson, Crimson Alchemist on the line. Word? I'm about to bring her in. Let's do it. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, what's going on? What's going on? Kill it. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Uh, Sad week. Sad weeks. A lot of stuff going on. A lot of stuff going on. Sad weeks. Um, yeah. Yeah, we uh we doing a big up for X, man. Uh, can you speak about your dog? What he meant to you? What was going on? How did he influence you? We know what you being one of the artists from Detroit. You probably had to have some influence off the dog. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. Absolutely. I feel like pretty much every Detroit artist had some type of influence from DMX. Whether it was from, you know, him acting, like, in Belly, or, you know, acting in, like, Romeo Must Die, and also having that connection with Aaliyah, but also the rawness, because, like, there's so many MCs from here that, like, you know, they rap so raw, so I can only imagine, you know, hearing an artist say, from Detroit, say, like, oh, DMX didn't have any influence on my career, like, that's 
unheard of. Bro, like how so, hard T Grizzly be going in. Exactly. Like DMX could have literally yeah. been from Detroit. 100%, right. <laughs> Like for real. Man, honestly, yes, yes. Like if somebody told me X was from here or had relatives here, I'd believe it for sure. Yeah, you take that but, accent uh, off. He he was from here. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Facts, facts. And like, who else you know could go in the club with they damn dog or even rob niggas with they dog? He not did. a Only fucking DMX. pistol or like he not did. not a weapon yes. or a pistol with the his dog. Yes. <laughs> like, I feel like Successfully robbed niggas with the canine. I forgot all about that. He's a wild nigga. He was a wonderful kind of wild nigga, dog. He really was. And he probably had on Tim's when he did it, too. Tim's. All day. So you know the nigga wasn't running. <laughs> we you know the nigga Tim's. wasn't running. Had, had to be one of the hardest niggas ever because I can't walk in Tim's. I'm soft. They are difficult to walk in. Bro, they horrible. Yeah. After, after like two, three hours, yeah. I'm not even hard no more. I go from, hey, let's stump this nigga out to, hey, man, I'm about to go home. <laughs> Soak my feet. Sitting nigga. a lazy boy. <laughs> Like, fuck them Tims and Air Force One. Right, but X out here robbing niggas with Tims and Pitbulls in the club. Like, bro, that's, like you saying, Crimson, it, it's impossible to have made any type of music and not say you were not influenced by DMX in some way. Like, it's, it. his career was so long and it was so impactful and powerful and it's, it's just a global reach. There's no way anybody can say they have not been influenced by DMX. It's, it's impossible. Mm-hmm. Let exactly. me uh, let me ask exactly. you this: Where were you when you heard the news? How did it affect you? Well, when I had heard the news that uh, that he had passed, it's crazy because I had heard it the night before he actually passed. Yeah, people and, were like, like pre-predicting was, that he was going to die. Yeah. That's fucked up. Yeah, yeah, you know, and, and like I was, I was at home, and like my best friend, like DMX, is his favorite rapper. So, you know, he works from home, and I had to, like, let him know, like, hey, man, he, he gone. And he was, like, just, you could just see the sadness in his face immediately, like, Right, Dang. right. But, um, yeah, it was tough. It was tough. It was tough hearing the news, like, he, when he first, like, you know, went, they got rushed to the hospital. Because, you know, everybody for, like, a whole week and a half, damn near, everybody's like, man, come on, you got to make it, DMX. You yeah. got to. You got to make it. So one of yeah, my regrets was, was not was seeing tough. him in concert. I've I that Man, I've, I've yeah. never yeah. seen him in concert. Yeah. I would even like to see him in his sixties. I don't care. Yeah. He probably I'm, brought the right, same energy. Right. Shit. Dog. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I I feel like, you know you love not even getting being able to have that opportunity. Right, you man, I am like so pressed on like giving the people that I admire their flowers now. Like for real, because you just never know. You never know, you know, when and that's it. Right. Yeah. So, you know what? But, Speaking of which, we about to give you some goddamn flowers right now. We didn't did a couple shows with Alchemist in the past. Yep. Um, talent is fucking out cold. Like this chicken spit, and, not oh, in the porn hub so type way. This, this chicken stupid, throw bored. No, what though? Like, if anybody, and I, and I do mean this, and I've, I've said this publicly, and obviously, obviously, Crimson, you know, I've been an advocate of yours, nigga, since fucking, I don't even know how long. Spell I'm, advocate. I'm old. Advocate, motherfucker. A D V O C A T. Use it in a sentence. I'm an advocate for how dope this nigga is when she spit. My I don't fucking. believe your degrees are real, so Fuck I'm just testing. Just <laughs> <laughs> this nigga. But no, I like dead ass. If you if you ever ever hear 
my dog Crimson Spit, you will understand why she's the fucking truth. Like, yeah, we did a show. Bar. It wasn't Simon's After Dark. It's fucking was it? crazy, man. It probably was Simon's. Yeah. Yeah. Her shit was crazy. It's fucking dope. Yeah, her shit was crazy that night. Yeah. She she bars, she nigga. kinda like, took over the bars. Set. And then the delivery is fucking Yeah, the nasty. delivery is the wordplay. And shout out like yo, if you if you on Instagram, follow Crimson on Instagram, hey, bro. Yo, fact, yo series yes, but let, that you let's fucking let her doing, do that. Let's let her like, do that. Like your bar series, like I ain't missed the one, nigga. I you know, I'm just I'm I'm a fucking fan. So keep yeah. doing let's, that. Let's shit, let's, let's, <laughs> let's hear it from the uh is it the wolf's mouth? What is the phrase? Let's hear it from the mouth. The horse's mouth. Horse's horse's mouth. Yeah. I get, yeah. Let where can we where can we find you? Um, you guys can find me at TC Alchemist underscore as everywhere. Like everywhere. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, everywhere. I was setting Alchemist her up. I thought she was gonna be like, You can find me in St. Louis <laughs> rolling on the smoking the butt. Is is it sick sipping on cocoa pot? I don't know. But no, seriously, go follow her, man. Like great fucking content. She's fucking dope. Yeah, Thank and get him to that Thank bar series she's doing. Like, just like dog, we all under quarantine, so we can't do live shows. But the way you present that shit, it just makes you feel like you're there. You know what I mean? Like, keep doing that shit, dog. That shit's so fucking dope. Crimson Malcolm, I got to ask you one more question before we get you out of here. And we really appreciate you calling in. What's your favorite for DMX sure, song? Sure. Man, you gotta play me that. Get at me, dog. Featuring Sheik Looch, man. That that's the one. We gotta cue that up. Yeah, <sighs> you rocking with DJ Beasley and True Speech on the Q-tip. We got Chris and Malcolmus on the line. You got all her information. Make sure you hit her up. Yes. Appreciate you, kid. Appreciate you calling in. Yeah, shout out to Chris and Alchemist, man. Yes, sir. Uh, I cannot say her name, man. There's too many Crimson Alchemist. teeth in my mouth. That's <laughs> <laughs> Crimson Alchemist. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, indeed. Appreciate that. Crimson Alk. This this guy. This guy. Speech, what's next? Man. Make sure uh, it's not bad news. Then we might as well end the fucking pod right now because this week has been pretty fucked up. So, it's um, right. no, I, uh, it hasn't really been that great for black people. I'm going to tell you that. Um, Cops still shooting us. Uh, what? I know. No, 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 no. Cops? Police. Police. Yeah. Police. Good cop, bad cop. Cops. Good cop, bad, bad cop, cop. Bad cop. Good boys, bad boys. Bad, bad, bad boys. Bad boys. Bad cop. Good cop. Good cop, bad cop. Good, good, good. <laughs> Red light, green light. These guys. <laughs> Want to make a bet? Of course. 20 bucks. Two shots. Two shots. Yeah. Do the lyrics. 
bad boys, bad boys. <laughs> what you gonna do? What you gonna do with the chorus for you? Bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Matasha, Nasha, Manish, Mush, Nose, Ned. Yeah, yeah, fuck that. Whatever the fuck. Yeah, cops are out here tripping like a motherfucker. Don't hate all cops though. Nah, um, man. Just actually the ones got some that family niggas. that's the police. It's just, I feel like, I feel like we should have police that police their own neighborhood. We shouldn't Absolutely. have people coming from. Let me just speak on some like Michigan and Detroit shit. We shouldn't have nobody coming from St. Clair Shores or West Bloomfield that should come down here and police Detroit. I absolutely agree. You don't know the people. You already got your perception of what's going on. You're going to come down here with already uh, pre-notion. And scared. Things, and you're going to, yeah, you're going to be scared. You're going to hear all the horror stories, and it's it's, going to be horrible. Absolutely. And, And the wildest thing, bro, is for a while that was the case. Like for a DPD, for example. They had a law that said in Detroit, if you don't live in the city of Detroit, you cannot be a Detroit police officer. That's dope. But how did, how did that work out? Because every one of the motherfuckers that's pulled over, that pulled me over, is not from Detroit. Well, they changed the law. And well, here's, the, here's the reason why. They couldn't get enough people who wanted to be cops within the city of Detroit. So it was a double-edged sword, so they had to open it back up. And then we got people from St. Clair Shores, West Bloomfield, fucking Clarkston, all type of shit coming down here to be DPD. But to be fair, right? Actually, no, fuck that. Not to be fair. Some people don't need to be cops. I'm just going to be 100% with you. Some people do not positively, absolutely do not need to be fucking cops. The dude that was bullied in high school. Exactly. The dude that has PTSD. Exactly. The dude that... That was the only two I had. I'm sorry. Uh, You got PTSD, bullying, racist. Oh, yeah. Murderers. Who, who can forget racism? Yeah. It doesn't exist. All oh, right, yeah, no, doesn't no exist. Such thing as racism. Nah, we we're it's twenty twenty one. We're past that shit, right? Right. But and then people who are quite honestly are scared. Like if you scary, what the fuck are you doing being a cop? <clears throat> I gotta play devil's advocate just a little bit. Go ahead. None of us have been in a situation where in a split second you think you're about to die and you have to make a split second decision. Devil's advocate on the other side of the coin. It's mighty funny that when there's somebody black involved, you dead as fuck. Exactly. I'm like, I hear you, but. But every mass shooting, too many white fucking people getting shot unibombing at type motherfucker out here, they pull a trigger fully armed and call a duty level three upgrade. Always seem to have their day in court, right? He makes it to the car. Yeah. Makes it to the car. Makes it to the court Makes room. it to the car with a full mag. Mm-hmm. They let him keep his body armor. Mm-hmm. And he get and all, of, all of his Xbox achievement awards for Shout out to the guy, rest in peace, to the dead. But that was funny. And sometimes they <laughs> even stop at Burger but, King yeah. and let them get Whoppers. That happened one time. You got you to gotta get it that way. That happened one time. We shouldn't be upset about that. And he took him to Burger King. But here's the thing. If you took him to Chick-fil-A, then I'm outraged. But here's the thing, though. It's not even just that one time. It's just you can go on the internet right now and you can see people running over cops. I saw a video yesterday of a man literally telling six police officers who had their guns drawn on him, a white guy, I'm not going to stop because I don't feel safe. No, he said, I'm not going to get out of the car because I don't feel safe. I'm going to drive off now. And drove the fuck off in an expedition. Almost ran one of the cops over. My favorite white guy is the one that cracks the window a quarter and he says, I don't answer questions. Swear to God. Do, do the cop. Uh, excuse me, sir. Do you know why I put I don't you answer on? questions. Uh, can I have your license? I don't answer straight? questions. Uh, do you know where you're fast? I don't answer going? questions. Uh, sir, where are you going? Fuck your mother. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> and, he just, and he just pulls off. And he just pulled the fuck off. Duh. Let me and you try that. We'll be using target practice. Uh, so, you. Yeah, well, I might get a pass. Yeah. I know how to do possibly. the white voice and everything. 
just you pass a brown paper bag test. It's, it's not. It's not the looking. Is this is the method mm, when you get pulled over? Is, you want you want some life saving advice or not? Kind of kind of kind of looking. <clears throat> Excuse me. This is DJ BZ baby. Tips for not getting shot when you get pulled over by the police. Oh my god, he's not immediately crazy. turn on all interior lights. Roll down every fucking window. It don't bag. matter okay. if your kids are in there and you don't want them to be freezing or whatever. Thirdly, wait, what we do? Turn on the lights, roll down all the windows. Yeah. Both hands on the wheel. Okay. And I don't do that what's the problem officer shit. That shit is played out. I feel like they shoot you just for that. Um you just you, you I put both hands out the window, bro. It's it's degrading, but fuck it. I'm not getting shot. I mean, I feel you and and I'm I'm not gonna disagree that those are good tips. Those those are good tips. However, I've been in situations where I've done those things and I've still gotten pulled out of the car, searched. Yeah, but you you can't be banging fuck the police while you're getting pulled over. I've never done no dumb shit like that. I've, <laughs> I've never just, have. Like, I just don't have good run-ins with the police when I get pulled over. Yeah. Like I've never gotten let off with a warning. I want to know what that shit's like. I've never been. I got a warning. I've never gotten a warning. It was subpoena. I always get a ticket or I get pulled out the car and I get harassed. Mm. Or sometimes I almost shot with my own gun, but that's not a point. That's neither here nor there. But I say all that to say, you can do that. Like, for example, Kim Potter, right? She was one of the recent ones. And her excuse is the stupidest shit I ever heard in my life. That's the veteran, right? That 20 fucking years on the force. Right. She shot, um, the, I don't want to say his name wrong, Deontay Wright. Because she said she allegedly made the mistake of grabbing her gun when she meant to grab her taser. Now, a police officer's gun is on their dominant side. I'm right-handed, so if I was a cop, my gun would be on my right side. My taser would be on my left, facing the opposite direction. Okay? Second of all, you shot a gun, I've shot a gun. You know what the... I know, right? Don't tell my business, bitch. You don't know me. Fuck you. You know my real dad. (laughs) (laughs) But anybody that's ever shot a fucking gun, and I'm assuming a 20-year police officer veteran has shot a fucking gun, you know how a gun feels, you know the weight, you know how cold steel slash polymer is, or warm, if it's been on your side for a few hours, right? I've also shot a taser. Completely different feels. I've never shot a taser. I've shot a taser. I've had a taser. I've shot... I've tasered somebody. I know you have. All right. Fucker. I didn't know we was going to disclose that. I'm just I saying. tasered true speech. Yeah, you did. Quite a few times. It was twice. Quite a few times. F- fucking bitch. That's several, right? Whatever. That's several more than two. I guess. Anyway, uh, but she shot and killed this young man because she said she made the mistake of mistakenly assuming her gun was a taser. All right, cool. He was not combative. Body cam footage shows he was not a threat. He was not armed. So why are you trying to tase him anyway for a traffic stop? Come to find out, she pulled him over. The place was expired. And he had a warrant for a misdemeanor. Do you know why he had a warrant, BZ? I do not. Well, let me tell you. So the police department and the court sent his notice to appear in court to the wrong address. So because he failed to show up to his court hearing, which he didn't know about because they sent it to the wrong address... They issued a warrant out for his arrest. So when he was pulled over and they ran his name, they assumed he was up to no good because he had a warrant, which he didn't know about. So if I get pulled over and I've never done shit that dictates me to have a fucking warrant and a motherfucker tells me I got a warrant, I'm going to be confused. I'm going to be combative. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa there. I ain't got no fucking warrants. What you talking about? I'm not letting you take me to jail. I didn't do shit. I don't have any warrants. So, yeah, there's going to be some back and forth. But that goes back to my other point. If you're that scary of an unarmed 20-year-old that you have to tase and or shoot him, 
quit the fucking force. I gotta do the devil's advocate thing. I'm I'm really liking that that term, and I've never seen the movie. It was a good movie. He was on the run from running from police previously, right? Mm. He had a warrant out. Of, he had a warrant out for his arrest for having a gun, I believe, and he had ran from the police. Supposedly, but supposedly. See, here's the thing, though: there wasn't. It was supposedly it was him and somebody else, and he may not have even been there. Okay, that's why he was going to court. No, correct me. I just I got I I got a totally different version of the, of the story, and I was just I was thinking in my mind, I'm like, if that's the case, the last fucking thing you need to be doing is running, that. right? That makes no sense. Like they already know when they pull you up in the computer. Like even even when they pull us up in the computer, just just general people, they know if you have a CPL, they know everything. So they know, hey, he's a runner. So she might have already came to the car prepared to be like, hey, I might have to shoot this dude, but not giving her credit. <clears throat> Like you said, I'm right-handed. Right. Your dominant hand is on your gun. Absolutely. Excuse me. Your left hand is your taser. Yep. It's this cheap, awkward piece of fucking yellow trash. Yeah. That doesn't even have a trigger in the place of the trigger of your gun. It doesn't at all. It's shaped like a fucking back claw. It really is. So It's like to, some nerf shit. To mistake that and have it in and front of you. it's not heavy. Because you got to line up your sights when you shoot. You're looking at this black-ass gun. And you're going taser, taser, taser. Boom. Exactly. I shot him. Clearly, it's not a fucking taser. It's not a fucking taser. At all. A taser's yellow. I, I'm pretty sure they make them bright yellow because yellow's a very bright fucking color so you can see it. I've never seen a bright yellow service pistol. Right. They're usually black because I know they carry Glocks or they carry the Springfield MPs or whatever. But in either case, they're not bright fucking yellow. You have a taser. It's bright yellow. So, you didn't look before you shoot? So what happened with girl? I think she got, uh, she got charged. What'd they give her? Second degree manslaughter. So explain that to me, since you kind of got the knowledge behind that. Second degree manslaughter is basically accidental death. So it's not first like degree manslaughter. Hitting somebody with a car? By accident, yes. Mm. So if you were in an accident and somebody died, they could charge you with second degree manslaughter. Not intentional, not first degree, not with malice, but your actions caused the death of somebody else. What does that What does that charge carry? It's a felony. So anywhere, if you're a first offender, 7 to 10, I think. And she'll be out. Or killing yeah, somebody Probably like three or four Maybe five If that Sad Yeah <laughs> Yeah pretty much But the crazy thing is That's not all that happened this week DJ BZ Would you like to hear more? Sure what happened? Well In Chicago Shot town uh, Yeah <laughs> A 13-year-old boy by the name of Adam Toledo Was also shot and killed by police Their story is They said he uh, had a gun or they mistook oh, a toy. Oh, I saw that. The dude was in like the that. alley. Yeah. Now, yeah. Now I'm I'm not quick to judge on this. Do you, I, did he run and dump the gun? Was it his he, gun? He didn't have a gun. He didn't. Where, I saw a video of the gun being behind the fence. There was no gun. I, I saw them recovering the gun. According the to the reports that I read today, they did not find a gun. And I'm also play devil's advocate and say that this is Chicago. Now, much love to the city of Chicago, but much like Detroit, Chicago got some wild shit. It's guns everywhere. Mm. It's really difficult to say, oh, that was this little boy's gun, if they found a gun. But there was no gun on him when they shot him. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. And they never recovered it and said, this is his gun. You know what I'm saying? I got you. And if I'm not mistaken, like, if a kid is running away and he doesn't have anything in his hands, can, can you still shoot him? It was a split second when that dude came around the corner. His split second shouldn't have been, let me just pull up and fucking 
and 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 shoot this kid. I get it. You were scared. I get everything that was going on. But I mean, fuck. As long as he hit the corner, it was like freeze, pow. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, don't get me wrong. I understand that a police officer's job is extremely difficult. Like, I'm not taking that away from him because, like you said, I know cops. I'm related to them. They do excellent work. They're not out here killing people. They're actually policing the communities that you know they they chose to serve. But at the end of the day, it's like you can't just go around shooting everybody in a split second. You got to do at least a couple more seconds of investigation. And don't get me wrong, split seconds is life and death. I get it. But everybody isn't gonna kill you. You know what I mean? Everybody's not out to get you. Like, it's just too many instances, like you said, where the people that always manage to get shot and killed by police kind of all look a certain fucking way. Now, I would be more understanding of it if it was even across the board, but it's not. It's fucking not. I think it'd be better, like I said, if they have police from the fucking area, police the area. Because if you know that, I don't know, Pookie over here on some bullshit, and he just, he, he, he crazy. He'd run around, he'd run up on you, but he wouldn't hurt a fly. Somebody from outside of the area, they're going to immediately approach him with a firearm. Anybody else is kind of going to be like, all right, man, go on about your business. You know what I'm saying? Right. That, that, that type of deal. Um, I agree with you. Now, here's, and to play devil's advocate with that, I'm going to be honest with you. I bought that suggestion up years ago. I said more black people need to be a part of the law enforcement they need to be more uh, involved and they need to be a part of the judicial system and they need to be more involved in government. I was met with a lot of opposition with black people saying, fuck that shit. I ain't trying to be part of that system and da 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 de whoop. And my whole thing is, if we complain and we bitch and moan about the system so much, nothing has fucking changed, right? Well, how do you make change? You get in the fucking system. You become a player in the game. You work your way up to where you can make decisions and influence change. Let's be honest. We can march, sing, pray, and fucking protest all we want. They don't give a fuck. Right, right. No one gives a fuck. But when you're involved in it and you can make decisions that affect those people day by day, that's incremental change. That shit makes sense. Like, you can't change the game yelling from the fucking bleachers, but you can change the game if you fucking playing the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, if I'm on a bench, I can't affect the outcome of a game. Right, right. But if I get called in, now I have an active role in the fucking game and I could do something. Whether it's block steals, whatever the fuck. You know what I'm saying? Right, That's right. That's the only way to make change. So I bought that up and I still believe that. Like, more black people need to be a part of these systems to start making changes in the systems. I've never been pulled over by a black officer and feared for my fucking life. Not a single time. And I've been pulled over by a lot of black officers. Never once was I afraid that I might get shot. Speech, you depress me. Thanks. <laughs> hey, I got to get Thanks. back to X, bro. We got our next caller on the line. And it's our actual fucking sponsor. Hey, what up? What up? Good? What up? John, is what you? What up? What up? What up? What up? What up? What's going on? How you doing, bro? I'm good, brother. How are you? I'm doing all right, man. How's the business? How's the family? Family's good. Business good. You know, it was off today. Spent time with the family. Made him happy a little bit. Right, man. We had to send speech up there to get the liquor for this cast, man. He ain't even get it from you. That I'm pouring up right now. We had to get I'm it from sorry, somebody you know, else. Sorry. You know what? It was, you know, what are you guys about to sip on? He he hooked us up with uh, you, for your list you got for us this week. Terramana. We have uh, Terramana. Terramana, that's the rock secure. Yeah, rock Terramana. Secure. I don't know if we're mixing it right. You didn't come in to work today, so we had to just mix it with yeah, what we thought it, was going to do. We got some. It's, uh, it's okay because because right now I got a glass of 1942 cheering to you guys right now. 
Hey, turn up. Appreciate okay, it. well, we 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 need to turn trade. Up. That's that good shit. <laughs> we need to trade there. <laughs> but now, as always, we appreciate that's you. That, that's that personal bottle. Right, so we right, right. You guys. Yeah, no, we appreciate you, man, and uh, looking out for us at the Q Tip Podcast. Like everybody on the line, if you want to get the best top shelf, go hit up my dude John. He's at the shelf on Warren and Telegraph. If he don't have it, he'll get it and he'll keep it just for you. You just got to show love and make sure you mess with him. Yes, sir. John, yes, sir. DMX, man. Lost a good one. DMX, Dark Man X. Yes, we sure did. Man, where were you when we you heard sure the news? Did. How did it affect you? You know, I was at work. One of my customers, I was talking with him. He leaves, comes back. He goes, yo, John, I'm like, what up? He goes, X died. I'm like, come on. So it was very sad, very depressed. You know, like, listening to his music growing up as a youngster. Right. You know, going out with the boys, you know, bumping DMX, bumping DMX, bumping Buff Riders. You know, try, try to be like them. You know what I'm saying? Just try to form up your clique and form up the crew and just get together and just have, have a ball like how they used to. You was the hypest man yeah, ever. Yeah, you hear him pass away like that at 51. Now, oh, yeah, this me being a hype man that I am, you know? Oh, yeah. Kind of sucks, you know? Kind of just brought it down. So, kind of just reminiscing through his music the last, like, week and a half, two weeks. Like, oh, yeah, I remember this jam, remember this jam, remember this song, remember that. Remember I was in high school doing this, doing that. It was good times. Good times. Right, man. Yeah, you just like the hypest dude I'll be seeing up there at the midnight. I don't know where you're you getting your energy from because I know you're not drinking the coffee. You know that. that, that. <laughs> yeah, we man. always showing love, though, so keep that yeah, same energy. seriously. Brother. No matter what the hell it is we need, whether it's after hours, we didn't speak. You didn't went up there like right before it was about to close. No comment. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. John, no, John, no, no comment. Brought, 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 it right, brought it right out to his car. Bottle yes, right sir. out because it got to be special for the Q Tip podcast. Man. John, we appreciate you. We're not going to hold you on your day off, man. If you had to drop a track for DMX, what would your favorite song be? Rough Riders Anthem, though. I think I can oh, bring that up for you. Choice. Yeah, 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 right, yeah, so yeah. Rough Riders Anthem, you know what I'm saying? That's yeah, what I think I can drop that for you. Shut them down, open up shop, bro. Hey, hey we not shutting down your that, shop. That, Hell no. We not shutting down your shop. No, we ain't shutting it. We ain't shut it. No, no, you can't shut me down. Bro. Hell no. We'll we can definitely shut some people down if we really wanted to. Hey, <laughs> appreciate it. John, you rocking with the Q-Tip with DJ BZ, man. And True Speech. Hey, we going to come see you, man. We got this one dropping just for you. Oh, hell yeah. Loud and proud, Q-Tip. Something new. Something new. Stop. Drop. Shut Stop. them down. Open up shop. Shut them down. Open up oh. shop. What? No. That's how our riders roll. Oh, yeah. Stop. Good time. Like I said, man, go see John at the Shell on Telegraph and Warren. If you ain't yeah. got it, he'll get it. If you don't want it, don't go up there. Be rocking with us. Appreciate you, John. Love you, bro. Appreciate you guys. Love you guys too, man. Thank you guys for having me on. No problem, man. All the time.
That's my nigga. Yes. I love John, man. Dog, good dude. Good dude. Yeah, I love John. Great song choice, though, man. Like, Rough Riders Anthem, dog. Like, you you could not. I'm telling you, for a five, ten year stretch, you couldn't go nowhere without hearing that song, man. That's the one that he did uh, when you just saw that fucking sea of people in, in Australia. I think yeah. it was Australia. That shit was all cold, man. That also made everybody remember back in the day, bro, when that shit came out and everybody wanted to be a rough rider, but we just had bikes when we was kids. So like everybody would come up with the name of their fucking bike crew and we just ride around fucking doing shit on the bikes and shit. Just shit like that. Like that's impactful, bro. Like as kids, that's all we did. We seen the Rough Riders video and we was like, man, I could do that on the little 10 speed. And we tried to catwalk. Matter of fact, listening to that song and trying to catwalk is how I broke my leg one time. You broke your leg running and you tripped in the gopher hole. I broke my leg several times, to be honest with you. I fucked up most of my body. But when I uh I pulled my Achilles tendon, I almost tore it trying to catwalk my bike. Is that the Brad Pitt muscle? Yes. Uh, <laughs> but dog, like I'm telling you, when that shit came out, bro, I was in the cast all summer doing that dumbass shit. I was catwalking my bike down the block. You know, I was a fat kid. So I had it, bro. Like I was halfway down the block. I was killing that shit. And then I started wobbling. Bam, smacked my shit up against the curb and the bike. Shout much, out DMX. How much did you weigh? Now I'm about 256. How much did you weigh back in the day? Back in the day, I was like 265. What type of bike did you have? It was a fucking because uh, I'm about to I'm about to I'm bringing in bike. I'm bringing in your accolades like the next person I'm about to bring up. It was a huffy. What was it your was, height? I was fat. Nigga, I was a kid. I was like okay. five. Five, five, and six, you I don't know. catwalked a bike on that skinny ass inner tube on the back. Bro, of it was a mountain bike. It wasn't. Hmm. A, it wasn't a little. But it was a mountain bike. I got you. That hunt. doesn't mean it's designed to hold a mountain. Why do you it's think I wobbled go. and fell, motherfucker? Okay. <laughs> like I had no business doing that shit. But I practiced all summer, and I figured out how to do that shit. And I, well, I thought I figured it out. Apparently, I needed more practice because that cast I was in for the rest of the summer proved that I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Mm. But I gave it a shot. Trans- because of that rough video. <laughs> tra- 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 <laughs> Transitioning. Because I don't, I don't want it to be all depressing. I'm because the story after this is it's fucking depressing. But I have to fit this in here. So why the fuck have I not found out who Kevin Samuels was? I until def- now. Uh, you of all people I would assume would know who this motherfucker is. Like, he's fucking hilarious. He's hilarious. He gets paid to hold people. Literally. He's like my hero. I would imagine you would but, be idolizing him. The more I looked into him, man, he actually don't do it to hold people. He really be kind of knowing his shit. When he be on there, he didn't really get all this flack until, like, uh, he started talking to women. When he was hoeing dudes, it was Nobody no problem. Shit. But them videos are where he just, ma'am, what is your height? <laughs> what is your dress size? Can you play what is your, that what fucking is, clip? What is your, what is your, I got, I got, I got, I got to find that, bro. What is your weight size? Ma'am, you can run it strong up through the eye. I said, Dog, bro. This girl said she was 5'8", 240, bro. But ma'am, and he you was the, like, the same he size like Barry, Barry Sanders. Sanders. Yeah, that dude. You can uh, run the hell out of power eye shit. <laughs> bro, that, that man there. He built like a running back like a motherfucker. Nigga's hilarious. But see, here, here to your point, though. I've been following dude for years because I thought he was funny as shit. Because he was just like clowning cats. I'm like, yo, what's wrong with dog? And then I was like, oh, he's a relationship expert. And I started listening to him. Dude has not been wrong yet. Like he has not. The shit he says is not fucking wrong. People have this fucking disillusion of what they think should happen. Right. Everybody lives in their own fucking fantasy world. So this one cat. He was like, man, I'm, you know, he asked him, he was like, dude, how tall are you? He was like, I'm about 5'8". How much you weigh? 280, 285. How much you make? Uh, shit, about 400 every two weeks. 
Like motherfucker You think women Supposed to approach you You fat black and broke Like what the fuck is wrong oh, with you? Is that the dude That said how big is your He said you yes. have a big dick Yeah <laughs> No that, that was the motherfucker said how much do you weigh He said well depending on the day uh, 280 to 290 Motherfucker like, bro, Your weight don't fluctuate By the day bro. Fat right. <laughs> He was short fat motherfucker You got a big dick I don't know Like average He said no I, I got a big dick How do you not know If you got a big dick Dog Shit was hilarious But actually, true though I actually caught him on uh, I'm about to uh, Steal a clip He was on JBP um, What is this Dog just, <laughs> just, 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 just hear this real quick He talked about My favorite subject Women And arguing with the Fucking GPS And or directions Lord Jesus Women are leading because, So it's like well If I asked you how do I get to uh, how do I get to Bergdorf Goodman? Everybody in here would tell me a different location, a different route. Mm-hmm. We'd all end up at the same destination. Talking about the men. Women are far too worried about their destination being right instead of the. I mean, their route being right instead of the outcome. Mm-hmm. A man's nature is to discipline, correct, structure. A woman's nature is to offer nurture or feelings. So you guess what we get. We've got a generation of softer men and a generation of harder women. Do you agree? Absolutely. Bro. I don't disagree with anything he said. Did he hold anybody in the process? No. Was he, he disrespectful towards any women? No. Do you know any women that will fucking ask to go somewhere and argue with the goddamn GPS? Yes. Why did you type me in? I want to learn how to get the Goldman Sachs. 100%. Take 96 East. There you go. Take 96 East. I want to take 75 South. What the fuck you asked me for? I, that's that's Kevin Samuels one on one. If you don't know Kevin Samuels, man, check him out. No, he's fucking wild. But at the same time, here here's the thing, and I'm gonna put my hat on, and I'm gonna fall on this sword. I guess this is the sword I gotta fucking fall on today. When every, when somebody's hoeing black men, don't nobody give a fuck. When people are disrespectful to black men, no one gives a shit. But the second you disrespectful to a black woman, that's when everybody gets up in arms, right? Like you said, dudes had a podcast for years. I found out about Dog years ago, and he was talking the same way he's talking now, but he was mainly talking to dudes. Then he opened up his practice. His, he's a relationship, dating culture, whatever. He opened it up to dealing with women and, and opened it up to dealing with couples and shit. When he started dealing with women and doing the same thing he's always been doing, that's when he started to pop. Because everybody was like, oh, my God, you can't say that to a woman. But when he told a dude, you fat, black, you got a little dick and you broke, <laughs> nobody gave That shit went fuck. viral. This shit went fucking viral. Like I, I can't tell you how many memes I saw. Four hundred every two weeks. Ugh. Right. Like, every woman and every woman I seen online has something to say about that, right? Nigga clearly on unemployment. Clearly. But the second he tell a woman, like, yo, you being unrealistic, like you make thirty thousand a year, but you want a dude that makes a half million fucking dollars. Which is which is the fucking reality of the shit. Like, you wanna bring minimal to the table. But you want the maximum size table. What the fuck sense does that make? Right. But it's also works for, for, for dudes too. Like the dude he was talking about, fam, you bringing nothing to the table and you expect women to initiate coming to you. What the fuck do you bring to the table? Like, I'm not understanding that shit. Like, what what I dig about Kevin Samuels is he's not hoeing people. He's telling people like, dog, what the fuck you talking about? He, he, do, he deals with probability and statistics. This math. And I can tell you firsthand, you can't use that two plus two equal four shit with a woman. They still going to be mad because they want the shit to be five. Absolutely. So, yeah. And that's the thing. It's like most people. And to be fair, I'm going to play devil's advocate. 
a lot of people, and, and to his point, because he said it, like, you have a generation of softer dudes and harder women, right? Right. So and then you turn ma- around and make the fucking, the, the softer dude into somebody that you wouldn't want to fuck with. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You 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 creating this ideal. You a lot of the women are turning they they sons into the guy that they wish they had a guy with. Yeah. You know, softer. Uh, fucking. I want him to have braids. I want him to have hair down his back. I want him to have his nails look like. I want to, No, you you want a fucking daughter, right? Fuck all that shit, bro. Like, to be fair, this generation is soft as fuck, and they don't have any clear direction of how to act and interact with each other. And this generation of dudes is also fucking highly fucking feminine. And that's not necessarily, I'm not trying to throw salt, throw salt at feminists like, oh my God, he said feminine like it's a bad thing. When it comes to men, yes, it's a bad thing. When you have a man that's too feminine in their way of thinking, they don't necessarily think the way that they have to in order to get shit done. Like, every man and woman needs that balance of male-female energy. Like, right. dead ass. Because I would have never, ever ever figured out what the fuck was in bed bath and beyond exactly. <laughs> if it wasn't for the counterpart bro i'm telling like, you what are, like, they, what are they doing there what's I the beyond know. part i don't bro i don't know what the fuck half that shit is but it smells great in here it smells fucking fantastic right like my bathroom smells like a spring meadow and i fucking love it okay so fuck you but it's like every person needs that balance of energy and when that energy is off or it's too much to the left or too much to the right you get a, a person that's fucked up like i'm gonna give you an example right Women hate that dudes don't know how to handle rejection. Explain yourself. I'm going to explain myself. If you go online, one of the biggest issues that women have is dudes are mad, clingy. They get in their feelings when you tell them no. They get emotional. They That's because you fucking handed it to me on a silver platter. If you're sitting here like this, and to the audience, y'all can't see because we haven't got our yeah, video like, yet. Yeah, I, the, I literally have like shit, like my leg up <laughs> and just crotch out. You just basically on a silver platter like, hey, come get this. 30 likes. You're like, fuck it, I give you 31 likes. I get your DM. Ugh, you clingy. But at the same time, I'm, I'm, let me spit at you like this, right? Not speaking from personal experience. Is, no, seriously, not. I don't I do not do DMs. Didn't you hear when we was hoeing horse? This is true. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> I don't do DMs, bro. But peep game, right? So back in the day, and yes, I'm a, back in the day, before DMs and all that shit, what do we have to do as men? You see a chick, you was attractive, had to be in we your game. You had to go to get a King magazine off the shelf. You still <laughs> Eva Long, it's not Eva Longoria. Eva Mendez, Buffy the Body. Oh yeah, Esther Baxter. Oh yeah, Esther classics. Couldn't get with that Melissa Ford. She had a Something nose crazy. like Squidward. Melissa Ford was cold. I don't know what the fuck you talking about. We off topic. Go ahead a little bit. But if you saw a chick that you wanted, bro, you had to work up the courage. Go introduce yourself. Have a little bit of game about you. Strike up a conversation. Get her number. Da da da. Woo woo. The overall point that I learned from the dudes that taught me how to speak game. Every woman is not going to say yes. If they say no, cool. It was a pleasure to meet you. Uh, you go Mm-mm. about your day. Thank you for your time. And Mm-mm. you chalk that shit up and you Mm-mm. move on. Mm-mm. So I did it. Mm-mm. I had a different experience. But if experience. she say yeah, then boom. Mm-mm. But every woman is not entitled to say yes to that's you. That's true. You got to learn how to handle rejection. That's a masculine thing. Like, I know I'm man enough to take a L. Well, what about your pettiness? I'm not petty. Let me give you a scenario. Petty to me, petty. What about, is a what about we go in the fair lane? We catch the bus. Greenfield, no, Grand River to Greenfield, get the transfer, take Greenfield over to Fair Lane. You sit there, right? Right. Try to holler at a chick outside of Fair Lane Mall because we got to sit outside of JCPenney. That's where the bus come, right? Right. The motherfucker rejects you. you now I got to ride the bus with this bitch through Greenfield. <laughs> I got to get a transfer. She still sit across from me. I got to get back on Grand River and I'm sitting there looking at this bitch like, mm mm. But look. Like, do, you, would, do you remember that? That was a horrible trip. That's fair. Yeah. But at the same time, as a man, 
You took that L. I should have hit her with that transfer. No, you. But see, here's my thing. That's that's that man shit. All right, cool. She said no, it didn't work out. But I'm a man. I ain't gonna trip on it. Bro, I'm not gonna fold. I'm not gonna crack. I'm you, not gonna. How crumble. do you not make that awkward? We had to share a seat on the Fuck way back. Fuck awkward. Nigga. We had to share a seat on the way back. So so it's like, look, it's like no. You know how many times up I've Greenfield, been rejected? No at the transfer. You know how many times I've no I down I Grand River. Successful. Fuck and then it's that like, shit. it's like you getting off on Grand River too. Ain't this a bitch? That shit was funny. <laughs> and then all they got to walk with this no bitch. No to no to no to no. That shit was funny. <laughs> but at the same time, no bro, as a man. But hold on, you didn't get mad. I did. You didn't. Okay, cool. But you didn't call her out her name. You didn't disrespect her. You didn't mm. attack her. Nah, it's some it's some whole ass niggas, and you could look online. No, no, like, I didn't. I don't. I don't. I don't, no, I don't do something like that. I ain't. Exactly. One, I'm the one that was like, "Hey, give me your number." It's like, "All right, bitch, fuck you." I ain't one of them. None of that shit. Because but you, you can't be why? looking at me like I stank or but, something and reject me. But that's fair. But you want to know why niggas do that shit? It's because they don't know how to be a man. A real man. All right, cool. You said no. I ain't worried about it. What you a real about, man. What, what a real man do? Speech. I'm gonna tell you. Real man, mm-hmm. all right. You said no. Okay, cool. I understand. I appreciate your time. It was mm-hmm. nice meeting you. You going about your day? I'm here. My prepaid legal cart. <laughs> no, fuck you. Fuck shit, shit work. <laughs> I'll pull some ass off them carts. Uh, but the overall thing is, as a man, bro, as a real man, you chalk that L because a man knows how to take an L and keep it fucking moving. One one rejection don't break me. You know what I'm saying? That's what a man does. I take this L. I'm gonna keep it fucking moving. The shit ain't gonna stop me. Ain't gonna stop my flow because you might not like me, but your friend might want to give me some play. Cool, yo, yo, homegirl, yo, sister, or the chick over there might be like, you know what? I like how you approached her. You was real respectful when she told you, you know what's your name, and that's happened to me before. Like Beyonce and all her money rejects you. Okay, cool. It's how a, you hurt? That's fine. I'm killing myself. You fucking. She crazy half nigga. a bill, bro. <laughs> Look, <laughs> she half a billy. But this is my whole thing, though, bro. Nah, this is my whole thing. That shit should not make or break a real man. The reason why no, 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 it is, is not a man walking wild. this earth is not gonna sell every ounce of his soul for half a fucking billion dollars. One hundred percent. But I'm talking about when it comes to like realistically overall, like women rejecting the shit. You know what I mean? Because it's been like too many times I've seen online niggas. Throwing shit at women, they punching them and chasing them and shit. Like, y'all, that's some bitch shit to me. What's the name of that? Terramana. Can I get a refill? Fuck yeah. I mean, you just you you holding up a glass. I'm gonna just come over there and do it. Just just hit, hit us with useless content. Fuck you, nigga. <laughs> but no, like that's that's my whole thing. Like Kevin Samuels was saying to me, it's soft as fuck when a dude gets rejected and he getting his feelings. A woman is not entitled. To give you any play just because you nice Because you smell good You think you Fuck all of that shit If you If a woman is interested And you approach her correctly And the vibe is right You can get on But if she says no Which she has a fucking right to do as a human being You don't get in your feelings You don't get in your emotions You don't get in your bitch assness You take that fucking L you keep it fucking moving. You don't let that shit stop you. You don't assault and attack a woman to call her out her name because she don't want to fuck with you. That's that bullshit. That's that soft shit. That's what he's talking about. This generation of dudes is soft and they fucking wacky shit. Speech. Yo. I feel like we took a very dark left. What the fuck? We probably did, but that's that's the reality of it. Because I'm going to tell you why, right? Kevin Samuels is right and people just be too far in their emotions to see it. You went really far left. I know. It's like a vein in your forehead and everything. Like, like, what happened? Who do you know? No, nah, bro. And I'm a, to to be fair, I know I got a lot of female friends, big family, as you know. And it's been too many times they've told me stories. Like I told this dude no, and he tried to run me off the road with my car. He followed me to my car. I got a homegirl, bro. They said this dude threw a fucking 
beer bottle at the back of her head because she didn't want to talk to him. That's what kind of beer shit. was it? I don't fucking know. If but it was the a Miller High Life, she good. Nah, shut up, nigga. But the, but the overall point is, like, I hate hearing shit like that's bitch shit. And I'm going to tell you why, right? I've been big and I've been dark skinned my whole life. I ain't never in my life had a problem approaching I, I, any I shit. I guess I got to say facts. You just leave me no option to disagree. I mean, it's the fucking truth, right? right. And I'm going to say this. And I'm and I'm 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 gonna be 100 percent real, and y'all could call and ask anybody that's ever been out with me. I ain't never had a fucking problem in my life striking up a conversation with a woman, because in my mind and in reality, I don't give a fuck if she says no, because it might be a hundred chicks in here that says yes. So that's my whole thing. As a man, I I stand on me and my principles. A no don't fucking bother me. Okay, I approach a chick, you know, respectfully. I spit my little game or whatever. If she feeling me. Cool, great. We can spark something off. If not, no big deal. And I don't get in my emotions about that shit. I'm going to be like, it was nice to meet you. In your defense, I've seen you handle more rejections in a good way than anybody. Because I don't give a fuck about no, rejections. No, no, what I'm saying is, it's like, you're like, hey, yo, what up? You want to dance? It's like, no, all right, fuck it, bitch. The party keep going. Yeah, and you, you, just, know, and you yeah. just go off. It's like, you you, you would dance with yourself. Like, fuck it. And I'm fuck just, it. I'm like, look at that poor man. <laughs> Out on the what? dance floor all by himself. And the wildest <laughs> shit, though. It would be some chick in there, maybe multiples, and I'm going to get on that night. Right, right. And have a great fucking night. Because I'm secure enough in me as a man to not be stressed by a chick telling me no. Because I'm, that's that real man shit. That bitch shit, that whole shit, uh, you, no fuck you bitch, you ugly. Anyway, shut your pussy ass up. I hate niggas like that. I'm going somewhere. Where is this coming from? Bro, because I'm, it's, it's, I, I hate Why are you mad? Shit. Cause niggas is hoes and they need to understand the difference between being a real man. Who and do being you a know? Who's this nigga that's a hoe? I know lots. Of I feel niggas. like he's speaking from experience. Nah, I don't really fuck. Let's with shout him out niggas. on the cast. Can I call him? I don't. I don't fuck with hoe ass niggas. So I, I'm just saying I've done a lot of partying and, and wilding in my life to know that's just hoe shit. Like this is really weird. I'm gonna just transition because <laughs> I don't even know how to fucking recover from this. That's fair. Meanwhile, white boys out here doing it again. Oh, oh damn. damn. It's, it's the, the Negress. <sighs> we never gonna see AR fifteen. <laughs> We're never gonna see the AR fifteen again in life, bro. Y'all are fucking it up for everybody. I said that last week. I'm like, they're not helping the fucking cause. How the dog. fuck you get shot at FedEx? Mind you. Mind you. FedEx sips the shit. Mind you. <laughs> oh, right. Like, like, no, I, w- I was going to crack that joke. I'm like, did the motherfucker just take it out the package and start spraying? Because you know, did. you know, everybody at FedEx, they know, shout what out the to the people that we know, they open every fucking package. They know what's in your shit. Yeah, so don't don't ship FedEx. Even if they don't, they'll send it in a fucking box with the label on it. Like, <laughs> like the fucking label on the box says what I bet to say gun. Right. Like, oh, well, I wonder what's in here. Yeah. Um. Sad, though. It's fucking terrible. Cracking jokes. Nah, but it's real. It's like, how do you go to work? It was the night shift. Ain't nobody there on the night shift. I like the white person interview. Let me see if I can get it. Go go, go ahead. Yeah, bro. It's like, uh, the fuck, they was working at the night shift. 19-year-old little punk motherfucker came in there off some boots. Once again, overly fucking okay. emotional. No, no, hang on. We are not going to do this. You're not going to be angry through every fucking transition that I bring on. I've been Jesus. drinking a Mexican spirit. This is what. This is why I don't drink normally. What the fuck's a Mexican spirit? It's tequila. Shout out to Terra Mana. Shout out to Rock. Not. I'm my bad. Say that. My bad. It's Terra Mana. Shout out to the Rocks Mexican spirit. 
fucking this Mexican spirit gets me going. We gonna kill this bottle by the end of this fucking show. Uh, yeah, you brought a tiny fucking bottle, TP. I didn't want to buy the whole thing because I <laughs> want us to be fucking shit faced doing this. It was shit. Like t- it was like uh, Chapo said last episode. He's like that nigga just get half a pint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. No, I was gonna get the whole thing, but I'm like, bro, we're not gonna make it through the show. I if was we saving that from my college fund. Shut up, bro. The people that did the interview said they were standing on the park bench, two white guys. For the for some reason, I cannot. Uh, nope, nope, nope. You got Salvation, it. I found it. Turn up. Who the fuck sits there and watch the shooting? What? My chips. About to take a bite. He was about to take a bite out of his sandwich, and we heard two metal, loud metal clangs at first because they weren't—they didn't sound like gunshots at first. They made because there was a again there was a loud clang after the first two, and then is he eating my sandwich? buddy Levi no, stood up as he was like kind of squatting at the bench, and then. Looked over and out into the parking lot. What? Didn't see anything yet. Then we heard three more shots. And then my buddy Levi saw someone running out of the building. Levi. And then more shots went off. Somebody went behind their car to the trunk and got another and got another gun. And then I saw one body on the floor. Oh, wait. I hope I ain't jumped a gun. Hmm? Was the shooter white? Of course. No, I'm serious. I don't. I don't know. What do you think he was? I died. Irish, still white, <laughs> still white. It was fucking Rory from white the Joe Button Podcast. We ain't seen that motherfucking forever. Hey, maybe he's disgruntled about his uh, JBP situation. Yeah, but no, nah, fam. This was a little nineteen-year-old little fuck named Brandon Hole. Like, uh-uh. fucking uh-uh. weird. Uh-uh. I'm, I'm stating the, the facts. strongest name ever. Uh, First name, debatable. Uh, nineteen-year-old little fuck named Brandon Hole, bro. Like, here's the wildest shit. This is why the government fucking failed. Oh no, 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 no. Indianapolis FedEx shooting. Yeah. Police ID killer FedEx shooting as a former employee, Brandon Scott. Oh, oh, Brandon Scott Hole. Yeah. Yeah, he um looks like a little punk motherfucker, don't he? Little scrawny little bastard. I'm gonna tell you who he looked like, but then we gotta take all your punk motherfuckers and all that off of there because otherwise you're gonna end up having to throw hands shortly. Oh, because <laughs> he does got a favorite as a motherfucker. Nah, man. Nah, that's just the skin complexion. But yeah, nah, but in the blank stare of I want to kill people. Eh, it's a possibility. But here's the wildest shit. Apparently, the FBI investigated him last year and they talked to him. Took a shotgun. They took a shotgun out of his home. So clearly, they thought he was a fucking danger. Right. How the fuck did he get another gun? He works for FedEx. You just take it out the box. Yeah, well, this is true. But they you, said it was his. Like, I guess he went and got another one. All I know is you can send an upper through the mail, you can send a lower through the mail. If you take an upper and a lower, you put them together, you have a functioning fucking firearm. And I guess if you just go get some bullets, you dare to go. I mean, they scanning the shit. All they got to do is look in the box. I mean, this is true. They know what it's FedEx. They know what the fuck they shipping. They have I, I don't mean, up. I don't mean they don't have to scan it to know what's in there. I'm going to say this. I don't care. FedEx opens your fucking packages. I don't know why you people don't know this. It's actual knowledge. I mean, they kind of have to, bro. Like, if you send them bombs or some shit through them, they gotta know. It's not it's sending for bombs. Reasons. It's like if you if, so if you get a box to say Apple, you better believe they didn't got your fucking iPad before it came to you. It's a possibility. It, it's just facts. But see, here's the thing, though, bro. It's like sometimes they got it. Some of that shit is explosive and dangerous. Like them batteries fucking blow up and shit. But the, the overall point is because we're gonna get off track. The overall point is, how the fuck did he get another gun to commit a fucking mass shooting? The FBI talked Great to him. List. He's on the fucking FBI watch list. Took his fucking shotgun because clearly they thought he was dangerous. How the fuck did he get another gun to do this? You might be right. Maybe he took it out of the fucking FedEx packages, but but fam, 
The fuck is going on in America? You can't even go to work in a night shift and eat a sandwich on a park bench. I'm not worrying about getting shot. So my overall point is You swallow so fucking hard I don't think I know that <laughs> You are a swallower Nah man Fuck out of here bro I mean I'm, nothing about it But you are You bro, a strong ass swallower That's not If you were a bird Guess what kind of bird you would be A swallow <laughs> <Shut> <laughs> <up>. <laughs> That fuck motherfucker He does the actual you. cartoon <laughs> When he fucking swallow Come on bro I'm trying to be serious But I'm drinking And this shit is fucking delicious So Yeah but, dog, I'm trying to figure out how dog got another gun, bro. You on an FBI watch list. How the fuck you get another gun? The fuck? I got You got to blame the fans for dropping the ball. And he had an AR. I don't he, know what he, he had. He had AR, right? They said it was know. AR. Everybody want to call a gun an AR. But if he I, had I don't an know. AR, I, he I wasn't able to find that information. fucking it up for everybody. Hey, devil's advocate moment. Right. What if you think, like, Biden and the Democrats are paying these people to fucking shoot these people up just so they can take away the gun? I said that years ago. I said that years ago. The CIA or the government could be up to this shit. Because think about it. 9-11 happened, right? What did you vote? I voted Democrat. What I'm, the fuck? What the The alternative was fucking worse. Crazy orange motherfucker. Fuck him. But the point is, years ago, like, you remember 9-11 happened? And then everybody got scared of shit? And then they ushered in all these new laws, like the Patriot Act and shit? And they could legally... Watch our phone calls and monitor our emails and 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 monitor our text messages. And they had we got to protect you, so we need to know everything that's going on. Nah, right? Y'all set this. Y'all use the fear of people like yes, listen to our conversations, protect us. We we need you, uh, government. How do you do the same thing? Oh my god, people keep getting shot, so nobody has guns except us, the government. We have all the guns. Fuck y'all. That's probably what's happening. Could be. I wouldn't be shocked. Wouldn't be surprised. It makes sense. Because when people are afraid, they don't think. They just want to not be afraid. But, I mean, fam, we grew up in the ghetto. Mm-hmm. We used to that shit. Proud. The motherfuckers across the street got more weaponry than the National Guard. So it's like, we don't, we don't, we're not phased by that shit. No offense, but I'm not talking about the mass shooting shit because that's horrible and that's disgusting. But it's like, we don't live in a constant state of fear because we grew up in a hood where shit could happen walking to the fucking liquor store. So it's like we're always on guard any fucking way. You know what I'm saying? I do. I do bloodbath. Um, you fucking depress me. It's been a wild fucking week, dog. What you want? <laughs> this is just the shit that I've, this, this, I'm going to just keep drinking. Yeah. I might need to refill myself actually. <clears throat> Wild week, death. We didn't get off of everything. Yeah, man. Shit's fucking been a wild week, bro. All right, I got a good transition. I got a good transition. What's that? Hey, Cousin Charlotte on the call. Hello, Turn hello, up. hello. What up? What's going on? How What's you the doing? What's the word? Uh, you know, same shit, different toilet. You have excellent timing. Because you do. speeches over here making... People want to jump off the fucking roof and kill themselves after they hear this podcast. I've been drinking. Oh, God. It's been a bad week. Actually, you should have shot through. Uh, John hooked us up. He actually called in right before you. John hooked us up with, uh, what the hell is this shit called? Terramana. Terramana to not saying the word. Mexican spirit. Mexican spirit. And we cut it with a little Everfresh orange juice. It kind of got like a coconut 
kind of reaction when you fucking mix it. I don't know. It's good though. It's good though. It's basically uh, a homemade tequila sunrise without the grenadine. What the Char- fuck did you just say? Charlotte know what I'm talking about. It's yeah. a homemade what? Yeah, it's Mexican a sunrise. Spirit. It's a Mexican spirit sunrise. No, the fuck you didn't. It's a homemade sunrise. You know what's wild though? I think. <laughs> hold on. I think years ago, I really think Charlotte, you were the one who put me on a, a, a tequila sunrise. Like years Bitch. years ago when I started, I think I was like 19 or 20 or some shit. And I was like, what the fuck don't is that you're drinking? Man, we was don't grown. Don't put me out there like I was, you know, just going out here. Just Dog, I started drinking them. I started drinking long before that. But I'm just saying, I was like 20 or whatever. And I think you was the first motherfucker to put me on that shit. And I've been drinking them ever since because that shit is fucking. Shout out to who sponsored these wings. I got some fucking 10 feet wings. You sound like Lil Wayne eating shit in the fucking microphone. Carter <laughs> Yeah. Wazy. Oh, shit. But no, nah, because, yo, so we uh, we about to, we wrapping it all up, man. We've been doing DMX tributes all fucking show. I mean, I gotta, he's I gotta a hit fucking it with icon. The, I got to hit him with the question. Yeah, go ahead. Because of Charlotte. What up? Where were you when you heard the news about DMX? How's DMX affected you? Yo, I was actually at work when, you know what I'm saying, on what? Was scrolling, scrolling. <laughs> and. This bitch is good. I hate y'all. Um, but yeah, scrolling through, you know, social media and everything like that. And then I was like, wait, what? Like, he can't be. Like, no, nah, come on now. And yeah, made a couple of phone calls. Like, is this for real? And he's like, yeah, like, he's gone. I'm like, damn. Like another one. Another so, yeah, one. Yeah, but um, honestly, like DMX, his song "Slipping," that was that was my joint. Definitely, still is to this day. His home in many different aspects. So, who is smacking on chicken? <laughs> that's fucking busy. That's speech. <laughs> Fuck out of here! I'm drinking. Fuck him. <laughs> it's a serious moment. His speech is not taking it seriously. Smacking on chicken. He is not taking it seriously. Oh uh, shit! But no, nah, but no, nah, because I ain't gonna lie to you. Um, that's that shit was a. It was unbelievable because you didn't want it to be true, man. You that was one you were like, nah, he gonna make it. Like that it, part. Yeah, that like part. he's been through so much. This ain't got this ain't the end. Like this ain't the period on the story. Like it can't be. Can't, it can't be. He got so much more to fucking do. Like so many more barks and growls. You know what I mean? Like that could not exactly. have been it. And I was waiting on, you know, a song or something to let us know like you know what I'm saying, his demons and um, and his, you know, just going through with drugs and alcohol. Like I'm waiting on something. Like you know, like yeah, I'm better. I beat this shit. Like, right. Like I beat death. Motherfucker came back. Uh, like exactly. Had, I was like, now I got a question. Gotta, he, if it's one motherfucker that I knew was gonna beat that shit, I got a question. It was DMX. Yo, right every time I'm in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> you in the kitchen. In the goddamn refrigerator, <laughs> eating up all the food, all the pig's feet, all the hog moan. <laughs> I want some of them pig feet. 
That, this chicken is slapping. You can't have chicken no more when we fucking recording this shit, nigga. Crazy Damn. part about it is I can't I can't say where it came from because they ain't give us no free us fuck them. they ain't give us no free chicken. Somebody pay for that. And shit. And we some fuck cheap hoes. We don't even need the money. Just give us the product. Nah, fuck all that. I want them motherfuckers make enough money off the backs of black people. They could afford to pay us. See, you sleep. We take the free chicken and sell it. That's how we get the money. Damn. <laughs> Assalamualaikum, my brother. Damn. Cousin like Charlotte. We know you got to get to bed so you get the thought and everything in the morning. What? <laughs> what uh? What's your favorite no DMX song? I didn't say that. That was me. That was a that was a technical difficulty. No, no worries. No worries. Ah! No worries. Because when I see him, it's on and popping. It's on and popping. It's oh, not a DMX shit. song. What you looking for? Oh shit! Living. Living, slipping, 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 slipping. She's lipping. Lippin'. You drunk motherfucker. Slippin'. I got it. Slip. To suffer. Hey. To survive. Bro. Yes. That's a good choice. It's a good choice. We love you, cousin Charlotte. Thanks for calling in to the Q-tip. We about to fade you out, baby. I've been through mad different faces, like Macy's, to find my way. And now I know that happy days are not far away. If I'm strong enough, I live long enough to see my kids. Doing something more constructive with the time than bids. I know because I've been there, now I'm in there. Sit back and look at what it took for me to get there. First came the ball, the drama with my mama. She got on some flash, so I split and said that I'ma be that seed that doesn't need much to succeed. Strapped with mad greed, a heart that doesn't bleed. I'm ready for the world, or at least I thought I was back. When I caught a bus, I was thinking about how short I was Going too fast, it wouldn't last, but yo, I couldn't tell Group homes and institutions, prepared my for jail They put me in a situation, forcing me to be a man When I was just learning to stand without a helping hand Damn, was it my fault, something I did To make a father leave his first kid at seven, doing my first bid Back on the scene at 14, with a scheme To get more green than I'd ever seen in the dream And by all means, I will be living high off the hog you know what I like to see? That's my shit. I like I like to see him in the studio doing his uh ad libs like Waka Flocka. You ever seen that video? Oh yes. It was like thirty minutes. This nigga like bow 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 bow. <laughs> that was squad. funny, bro. But but to actually to actually hear fucking DMXs, I, I would I would pay to I would fucking pay to see that like a concert. Hundred percent. It's probably some entertaining shit, bro. It'd be a motherfucker just in the mic saying what and barking at it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There will never be another DMX, dog. They don't even make music like that no more, man. It will never be. See, here's the thing. It was a balance back in the day. You had the gangster shit, but then you got DMX come out with a song like Slippin'. You know what I mean? Or Let Me Fly, dog. And and, and shout out to my homie, Paulie Bronson. You know, he was supposed to call in today. But, uh, you know, he got tied up. But he did send his request. It was Let Me Fly. And that was like one of my, one of my favorite joints, bro. Either Let Me Fly or Take My Breath. Let my soul rest. Give me that. Like, just. DMX. You got to call in and get your song. Sorry. Fair enough. Fair no. enough. But nah. It, much love. You know, much love. Much shout out, Paulie. But um, it was just like DMX to come out with some rough, with a Rough Riders anthem or Party Up and then hit with a Let Me Fly or a Slipping. Like, his range was so dope. He could touch anybody about anything with his music. You know what I mean? Like, it was truly impactful. And it's like you you felt his shit. 
whether he was barking at you or whether he was trying to motivate you or shit. Even Lord, give me a sign. Like, bro, he made gangsta Jesus music. Lord, give me a sign. Let me know what's on your mind. Bro, like that was a banger. And he was talking about his spirituality. And that was that was so that was what was so great about DMX, bro. He was not afraid. To, I hate you on this fucking chicken. Right Why? Cause it's fucking in the microphone. It's fucking delicious. Hey, I'm bro. I'm having a fucking moment. Hey, bro. Shout out to Jay's chicken and chicken. You I mean, fidget. <laughs> I put the buzzer on it. <laughs> don't. It does count. Nobody know. It could be fucking uh, Commander Jay's. Dog, I was so hurt when I found out that black people don't own that shit, bro. I was so fucking mad. Yeah. I'm like, fuck, do we own anything? What was your first in- indication? I mean, I always knew, but I wanted to hold out hope. You get like, the draft there. It was like, buddy. <laughs> no, buddy. because like everything else, they got all black people that work there. And I'm like, fuck, tell me at least one Negro owned this bitch or something. No, fucking nothing. But whatever. I'm on the soapbox. That's another topic for another story. It's another topic for the other day. If Fish and Chicken would like to sponsor <laughs> us, just go ahead and hit us up. And uh, send some chicken over. Until I then, lemon pepper do slap. Whether and, y'all black and, or not, that and, shit that shit hit yeah, hard. Yeah, I mean it's not lemon pepper though. I don't know what it is, but it's not lemon pepper. You ain't get the lemon pepper on your shit. It's not lemon pepper. I got it, but that ain't lemon pepper. I bought lemon pepper. It don't taste like it. Oh well, shit. They was probably selfish with it. Shout out to D. DMX actually doesn't stand for anything. He got named after his DMX machine. Fun fact. No, that's not true. It stands for Dark Man X. No, it's he took the name after the DMX machine that he was doing beats on. No, he doesn't do beats. Swiss Beats does beats. DMX we got enough stand, time. Google DMX it. stands for Dark Man X. Google Nick. it. Google where he got his name. The fucking DM at Dark Man X. It's that's, not that. That's what the fuck it is. We can't end with on our on an argument, so just Google it. I'm go- All right, fine. It stands for Dark Man X. That's what it. Do you need an iPhone? Because we need to wrap it up. Fuck you. What does DMX stand for? Huh. You Google. are a bitch ass nigga. I'm Dark not. Man X or DMX was an American rapper, songwriter, and actor. It stands for Dark Man X. Who'd you just look up? Fucking Google. I don't trust them. Look up the they did BET did a behind the music. Stop. Big fucking BET. Yeah. Your entertainment network. You trust BET? Your entertainment network. Who's Bitch, more B to... between the two of us? Fuck you. <laughs> Motherfucker, I'm the Fuck ET. You. you are definitely the B. <laughs> really? That brings out the QTIP. Fuck you, man. Yeah. It stands for Dark Man X. BET well, don't know what the fuck they're talking about. We'll never get along. Shout out DMX. Last drop. Fuck with us on Rest sticks. Paradise, trying to get video. Hey. Yeah. What these bitches want from a nigga? What these bitches want from a nigga? Glasses up, pull up one to the dark man. What these bitches want from the DMX machine. Well, dig, dig him the fuck up and ask what his name is. Dog, I meet bitches, discreet bitches, street bitches, slash, cocoa puffs. I'm gonna let him make you wanna eat. Thank you. But not me. Yeah, niggas eat off the plate all you want, but not D. Uh, I fucks with these hoes from a distance. True. Instant, they start to catch feelings, I start to steal in their shit. Then I'm out just like a thief in the night. I sink my teeth in the bite. You thinking life, I'm thinking more like, what's up tonight? Come on, ma, you know I got a wife. 
And even though that pussy tight, I'm not gonna jeopardize my life. Right. So what is it you want from a nigga? What? I gave you, you gave me. Bitch! I blazed you, you blazed Come me. On. Nothing more, nothing, nothing less. less. But you at my door, willing to confess that it's the best you ever test. Right. Better than all the rest. I'm like, all right, girlfriend, hold up. I gave you what you gave me, boo. Enough. What you want from a nigga? Are we supposed to say our slogan? Yeah. It's a Q-tip? Podcast. No, it's a Q-tip. Stick that in your dirty ass ear. Bitch, you stick in your dirty ass ear. You stick that in your dirty ass ear. Q-tip.